0: There's no better day than today to honor the nation's indigenous people and there's no better time than right now to join in the celebrations around the country, big and small, to highlight the successes, accomplishments, and the many contributions indigenous people contribute to make every day a little bit better. It's Indigenous Peoples Day. We've got musicians, organizers, and activists on today to give us a sample of events all over the map. We're back right after the news.
1: This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. Indigenous Peoples Day celebrations are taking place across the country. Events are recognizing the contributions of Indigenous people and celebrating resiliency. A number of cities and states officially recognize Indigenous Peoples Day instead of the federal Columbus Day holiday. The effort to replace Columbus Day with Indigenous Peoples Day has stalled in Massachusetts. Lawmakers there decided not to vote on the matter. Supporters say they want to set the record straight on history. Catherine Carley reports.
2: While the Commonwealth still recognizes today as Columbus Day, backers of replacing it with Indigenous Peoples Day say this would be an important first step in honoring the history and resilience of Native peoples. And they say momentum is on their side. In libraries, parks, museums, and town halls, supporters of Indigenous Peoples Day are gathering to celebrate the heritage of Native Americans. Matoe Monroe of the Massachusetts statewide Indigenous Peoples Day campaign says more young people are questioning the history of Columbus and Native Americans they've learned in school, and they want to know where Native Americans are today.
3: It's really important to have an understanding of local Indigenous history, to understand whose land you're on, to understand what tribal
2: peoples live in your area, things like that. Monroe says changing the holiday would help undo some of the harm done to Indigenous people and replace it with something positive. More than 20 communities in the Commonwealth, including Boston, officially recognize Indigenous People's Day, and supporters plan to refile their bill before the legislative session begins in January. Monroe thinks now more than ever, Indigenous voices are needed in the public sphere, especially in solving climate change. She says many Native communities are directly affected by the warming climate due to their relationship with the environment and that others can learn from their experience.
3: But the problem has been that non-Native people often don't listen to Indigenous people. This is a way of trying to improve some things and recenter things.
2: Monroe says there has been some pushback to the effort to replace Columbus Day. She acknowledges that looking to the past can be painful, but she says everyone can benefit from a better understanding of the nation's history. I'm Katherine Carley.
1: Spirit Rangers, the new children's TV series, debuted on Netflix Monday. The series is about three native siblings who protect a national park, which is their home. Carissa Valencia is the creator and showrunner.
2: It's coming to Netflix October 10th, Indigenous People's Day. Um, It's an animated preschool show following a modern Native American family of park
1: rangers who live in a magical national park. The show is produced by Native writers and is voiced by Native actors. Ten episodes are now available to watch on Netflix. The Federal Emergency Management Agency has established a disaster hotline for Alaska residents impacted by the severe September storm. The storm devastated Alaska Native communities, displacing residents after their homes were flooded with water, hurricane-force winds destroyed boats, and lack of electricity wiped out freezers full of food for the winter. According to FEMA, people impacted by the storm can apply for federal assistance by calling an Anchorage-based hotline or applying online. Assistance includes grants for temporary housing, home repairs, and other disaster-related needs, which may not be covered by insurance. Subsistence items lost or damaged may also be eligible for assistance. The state has a separate application process. People are being encouraged to apply for both federal and state aid. Some people may be referred to the Small Business Administration for long-term low-interest disaster loans for businesses and nonprofits. The deadline to apply for the FEMA assistance is November 22nd. I'm Antonia Gonzalez.
0: This is Native America Calling. I'm Sean Spruce. To quote Randy Peone, it's a good day to be Indigenous. It's Indigenous Peoples Day, embraced by more than a dozen states and a 100 cities. President Joe Biden issued a proclamation commemorating the holiday last year. And there's a growing acknowledgement of the day as a time to honor the many contributions Indigenous people make to each of us. Today on the show, we're checking in with a few events across Native America to mark the day. But we also want to hear from you. Whether you're celebrating Indigenous Peoples Day at a festival, event, or doing something in your community, what does the holiday mean to you? Tell us how you or your community is celebrating today by calling 1-800-996-2848. That's also 1-800-99-NATIVE. You can also leave a comment on our Facebook or Twitter pages. Our Twitter handle is 1-800-99-NATIVE. Speaking with us first today from Bethel, Alaska, is Martha Altman glor She is an office manager at the Kuskokwim campus at the University of Alaska Fairbanks. She is Chupik. Martha, welcome to the show and happy Indigenous Peoples Day. And please feel free to further introduce yourself.
5: Good morning and uh, Thank you very much, which means for inviting me to the Native American College Show. My name is Atmaun Martha Glor, and I'm representing the Cusco Campus College of Rural and Community Development, University of Alaska Fairbanks, staff, faculty, and the community of Bethel. There are about... 40 of us here on campus, and we are so happy to be part of Indigenous Peoples Day community.
0: Martha, we are so happy to have you on the show as well. And and please, tell us more. Uh, What are some of these Indigenous events that you have planned up today in Bethel?
5: Well, we have uh, Native Foods Potluck, it starts at noon today, and the community of Bethel have uh, we have been meeting the past few weeks for the day for today and maximum of Yuppit philosophy represented by i'm sorry elders and then we're having native crafting and activities represented by association of Lich council Pre- President's Healthy Families, and then we're having a KYUK archival showcase and make poster making, and then later we're having Indigenous Day March, which goes from the Kul- Zupit Pichiria Culture Center to Yukon Kaskukum Health Corporation and back, and the for the evening event, we have um, procession of marchers, and yuwak, which means Eskimo dance, groups performing on the stage. And, we, and then we'll have a welcome statement by ONC, which is Uhut Native Council Pres- uh, Traditional Chief Louis Andrew, and the p- performances by Bethel Regional High School and other UAWC groups. And we're hoping to have concessions for sale also.
0: Martha, and, just... Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead, continue.
5: The following people have participated making this event go or today, which is our campus, Kuskokwim Campus, Association of Village Council Presidents, Healthy Families, YKC, the Southwest Alaska Arts Group, Laura Cuscochum School Drist- District, Mother Cuscochum Tribal Coalition, and TWC, Teens Against Violence.
0: Martha, that sounds like just a, a wide range of partners contributing today, uh, a full, full slate of events on the agenda. And... Um, are, are, are there things here for, for people of all ages? Is it family-friendly?
5: Yes, it is, and everyone is welcome.
0: Very good. Very good to hear that. And, and also uh, happy to know that uh, KYUK, the radio station there in Bethel, is involved as well. I know they uh, air our show, Native America Calling, up there live, so I appreciate that. So, Martha, how many years has Indigenous Peoples' Day been celebrated up there in Bethel?
5: I know for sure since 2018 or before that. But I I truly remember 2018 that was when Mary Tunick Pete was our director at the time.
0: So for at least 4 years and and Martha tell us more. What, what why is Indigenous Peoples Day special to you? What do you what do you like most about the holiday?
5: Well, it Shows the uh, recognition of our Yupik Chupik community of Bethel and uh, also other Native commu- uh, community members in Bethel. I yeah. love being a Yupik, I love being a uh, Chupik lady.
0: <laughs> you love being a Chupik lady. Well, let's talk more. I mean, growing up there uh, in Alaska as as a young person, did you ever think about the, the possibility that someday there would be a holiday like this, an Indigenous People's Day? Was that ever something you dreamed of?
5: Absolutely. And, uh, and I love that it is actually being recognized today. So um, I always wondered why... We were rep, uh, celebrating Columbus, who, rep, um, who never grew up around here <laughs> in our in our uh, state of Alaska.
0: You know, Martha, there are so many holidays so many holidays throughout the year, and I think sometimes it's, it's tough. I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of just, it's hard sometimes to remember why they're important, and sometimes it's just, oh, here's another day off, or here's another day on the calendar, whatever, but as Native people, uh, Native people in Alaska, Native people down here uh, in the lower 48, what is it that we should really be thinking about today more than any other day? What do we need to be focusing on?
5: Our Native language. We need to revitalize our native language and our traditional uh, activities. We have in that we know that our elders have always carried on throughout the years. And there are Chupic Yupik languages that there are some words that aren't being. Used, which, because of our um, limited, not limited, but since we don't use say or say them often, we are losing that. So we need to get back into our Chupic Yupik native ways of living.
0: Martha, obviously, you're a huge advocate for uh, your your Chupic language, for for the retention of that language. How do you foster that there in your community, uh, especially amongst the young people? What efforts do you make to make sure that your language is strong and people speak, with, speak it frequently?
5: Well, I ask them first if they're uh, fluent speakers so I could talk to them in my language and actually to where I'm from. I'm I'm from Chivak, village of Chivak, and
3: um,
5: Chivak is located on the southwest coast of Alaska. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Martha, I understand Chivak uh, has was was impacted very severely, very severely by the by the bad weather, and and the flooding last month as well. yeah, so um you know we, we spoke with some folks there in Chivak, and um thoughts and prayers to, to everybody there in your community. Um how did you experience the bad weather? Were you there when it when it happened there in Chivak, or were you in Fairbanks?
5: No, I, I'm originally I'm originally from Chivak, but Chivak, which is a Chupik name. And um but I live in Bethel so we, we experienced strong weather uh, strong winds here. where my house was shaking
0: mm-hmm so even that far in in Fairbanks, you could still feel the ground shake and it was that strong Yes, okay uh-huh well, the reports of you know homes being uprooted from their foundations and, and 50 Plus foot high waves just crashing, and a thousand miles, a thousand miles of coastal land there in Alaska, western coastal property that w- it was impacted. It was huge, huge, huge. So um,
5: yes, and there are photos of uh, of that day out in Chivak, and so, I hope someday some somebody will be able to look at it, look at those photos. And uh, I just wanted to say, uh, Kuskokwim, about this land acknowledgement that we have here on campus. Um, The Kuskokwim campus, University of Alaska Fairbanks, occupies the indigenous and traditional lands of the Yupik and Chupik peoples in the southwest region of Alaska. We at KUC honor, recognize, and represent the land of the Yukon-Kasquim Delta and the indigenous communities throughout the state of Alaska. That was compiled by a group of faculty and staff members.
0: Martha, thank you for sharing that land acknowledgement and all of your, your knowledge and your wisdom that you're sharing here with our listeners today on Native America Calling. We are celebrating Indigenous People's Day. Folks, give us a call, 1-800-996-2848. We'll be right back. There are a number of tribes on the cusp of federal recognition. Some have waited decades for the government to act. In the meantime, they're in limbo, many bolstering their legal and political structure without the official regard from government leaders and their fellow tribes. We'll touch in with some of the tribes waiting for federal recognition on the next Native America Calling.
4: Repatriation is the return of ancestors and stolen culture. Work with experts in the field to form strategies and build relations to better the future of repatriation at the 8th Annual Repatriation Conference, October 11th, 12th, and 13th, hosted by the Association on American Indian Affairs and the Pokagon Band of Potawatomi Indians. Learn more at indian-affairs.org. The Association on American Indian Affairs supports this show.
0: Thank you for listening to Native America Calling. I am Sean Spruce. We are celebrating Indigenous Peoples Day today, and if you are listening on a tribal radio station, give them a shout-out and tell us about how you and your community are celebrating the holiday. 1-800-996-2848. That's the number to call. You can also call 1-800-99-NATIVE. And before break, we spoke with Martha Altman-Glor. And she is a Chupik elder up in Bethel, Alaska. And she did a really good job of setting the tone of our show today, celebrating Indigenous people and this special holiday, Indigenous Peoples Day. So joining us now from Phoenix, Arizona, is Jur Anderson. He is the lead singer for the Jur Project and founder of the Native Guitars Tour. He is Coach Di Pueblo. Jur, welcome back to Native America Calling. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Thank you for having me.
6: And uh, greetings, everybody, all my relations across Turtle Island. A good day to be Indigenous is, is I think, the the phrase you used earlier, and yes, it is.
0: Yeah, a very, very good day to be Indigenous for sure. And, Jer, tell us what you like best about Indigenous Peoples Day.
6: You know, I think it just gives us that platform, that opportunity to, to start that conversation with some people that aren't really aware of, you know, our narrative as Native people and, you know, our history um, our accurate history, right? Because through the, you know, the rise of, of, of the Americas, you know, our narrative has always been through like Hollywood and through these inaccurate portrayals of, of natives. So, you know, it just gives us that opportunity to, to tell the correct story, you know, where we are today, where we came from and, you know, where we're headed, you know, where we want to go.
0: hmm. Well, Jerry, you are in Phoenix. Uh, You traveled there earlier uh, from New Mexico, and you're going to talk more about what's going on in Phoenix today. But before we do that, we want to take a call from Roberto Barrero. He's calling in from the Indigenous Peoples Day event in New York. Roberto, hello. Hello. Greetings. Take relatives. Greetings to you, Roberto. Tell us what's going on there in New York. Are you in New York City or New York State? Whereabouts exactly are you?
7: We're in New York City. We're on Randall's Island, uh, which is just, just right off of uh, Manhattan Island. Uh, this is part of the Lenape Hoking or the Lenape uh, traditional territories. We're here celebrating Indigenous Peoples Day. Uh, we're gathered here to uh, bring attention uh, not only to our cultures, but to also call upon the city of New York to officially recognize Indigenous Peoples Day.
0: Now, do you have a large gathering of folks there right now? Yeah, several thousand people are here. This is have
7: to, this has to be one of the larger gatherings of Indigenous Peoples Day uh, in the continental United States. Uh, this is the eighth year of this of this gathering. Uh, we have Indigenous peoples. Uh, we have the support of the local Indigenous nations, and of course, being New York, you have Indigenous peoples organizations and communities and groups from all over the world and we're all here together in solidarity to share a a little bit about our cultures to uh, educate people give them an alternative to the uh, columbus day celebrations that are also going on in new york today and uh, really just to counteract that uh, narrative of erasure that's uh, affected our people for so long
0: now roberto you are taino and um are there other taino folks there uh, in addition to yourself yeah of course Uh, yeah i am taino
7: i'm a a community leader or cacique from the Guainia taino tribe uh, we had a presentation today by the Casiba Hagua Taino Cultural Society, and we were supported by the United Confederation of Taino People, which is one of the co-sponsors of the event. And so we were able to have a table. We set up a kind of like a mini museum where we can interact with the public, uh, give them, uh, some hands-on experience with some of our cultural items, and really just engage in conversations. Again, uh, as the Taino people were the first indigenous peoples of the hemisphere to be called Indians and also to be in contact with those uh, European folks, beginning with Columbus, You know, it's really important that that people learn our story because when you hear about Columbus, when you see those depictions, you never understand people really don't even know that it was the Taino people that uh, we first met. So this is a real opportunity for us to set our side of the story, to set the, uh, to move away from the mythology that's been spread, and really again to engage it in the real solidarity experience with other indigenous peoples. Because at the end of the day, we all really need to come together.
0: Roberto, I really appreciate you calling in today and sharing all of this information about this huge Indigenous Peoples Day event there in New York City. So uh, have a great day, you and all of your fellow supporters there. Appreciate you calling in again. Thank you very much. Let's go back to Jur now. Again, he is in Phoenix, and and Jur, you're performing today uh, at the Indigenous Peoples Day Phoenix Fest. Tell us more about this performance and, and other stuff going on today in Phoenix.
6: Yeah, we'll be uh, out here in Phoenix today. Uh, my organization, Native Guitars Tour, actually is uh, procuring uh, the Res Fest stage out here in in Phoenix, part of the Cahokia Art Space um, group. And yeah, an amazing day of music. We are um gonna be featuring uh Iwa, Naniba, Dash Martin, Jacob Shehey, Sage Bond, One Way Sky, Earth Surface People, the Yadilas, Levi Platero, and we have a, also have a VIP stage um with a whole set of, of other artists. So just a, a big day for you know native artists native music and all the work you know that we've been doing at native guitars tour and um just really excited you know for this this energy that's about to start here in a few hours
0: (laughs) it sounds like a a really really good lineup of performers there and you know you're making me think you're like there's so many kind of classic you know indigenous people's days anthems you know i think of like indian cars and songs like that do you have like a favorite one that to you just really kind of an indigenous song by an indigenous artist that just really kind of says it all and sums up indigenous people's day in one song
6: yeah you know i i i I grew up listening to to my parents music you know and they were uh, Exit and, and Paul Ortega and Redbone and all that stuff, but Exit has this song off of, of the Red Man called The Beginning and The End, you know, at the end of the album, and it really just kind of, through my life, you know, given me that pride to be who I am and, and you know, some direction and, and you know, a little bit of history in that song as well and, and a lot of fight in that song as well, you know, for, for us to be resilient and continue, you know, what our... You know, our, our ancestors started really, you know, and, and take this further and, and keep taking it further and, and keep pushing, you know, our generations to come and, and hopefully provide them, you know, a little bit of, of direction so they can, you know, we can pass on that baton and, and you know, keep, keep our culture, keep our heritage, our language and all things that are, you know, native, important to us
0: and, you know, to carry that story on. Jur, how many people are you expecting at the show tonight?
6: wow you know just just for our our vip event alone um i think there's a 350 capacity that's and that's the an inside venue that's the only ticketed event that we that that's going on today uh the rest is open to the public so we, we could be expecting thousands you know downtown phoenix gets really busy we were here for first fridays a couple days ago and you know there was just tons of people so yeah it's open to the public, you know, we want everybody to come out, come out uh whether you're indigenous or not, not not indigenous, you know, come on out, celebrate with us. We we want to share our stories, we want to share our food, our art and culture and and just the whole, you know, just just be around and and celebrate.
0: How about kids? Is it going to be a family-friendly concert?
6: Of course, you know, that's that's who we are, you know, we we are our families we are you know our, our children i have my children with me uh, and my wife you know so this is definitely a family friendly event and we have a, a there's a skate you know competition going on there's a film festival part of it there's a cultural stage there's vendors there's food there's just so much going on so yes definitely bring the family out.
0: <laughs> well drew i know that um you know, you've been traveling, and I know I, I think you're still in the hotel, probably just kind of resting up still. So I don't want to take up too much of your time. I really appreciate you calling in, though, and, and sharing all this information. And, and good luck with this concert. Um, looking forward to, to maybe checking things out on Facebook Live or something like that. So uh, best of luck. And, and again, we're going to talk more about Indigenous Peoples Day Phoenix coming up. Before we do that, we have a caller ready. Tom, he's listening in Wounded Knee, South Dakota on Keeley. Tom, hello.
8: oka can you hear me?
0: Yeah, Tom, we hear you great. Oka, Apetu, Lakolia,
8: Iokipia, Yohapo. I said, have a good Lakota day to all the people out there. And I like the guy, what he said about uh, reviving our ways, our Lakota ways. Uh, with here, it's good to teach the language here among. My tiyahe, my family and my Teoshbe. Uh one thing I I I got a call this morning from my father, uh Joe American Horse Junior Senior. And what he says, he said, Hey, you tell the people out there it's Billy Middles Day today. <laughs> <laughs> so with that I wanna tell people that out there, especially here in Lakota land. But I just wanna tell people uh in my tongue, check yo hapo. I meaning and in my tongue, I'm saying, with this prayer, walk in goodness with this uh, the road that's ahead of you And with that, brother, I like to wish you a happy indigenous day and I always tell my children, I always remember before fourteen ninety two our ancestors prayed while you children played.
0: Tom, brother, thank you for that beautiful, beautiful call and happy Indigenous Day to you as well. Really appreciate that. Our ancestors prayed while we played today. Thank you so much. Um, We've got another guest that's joining us from Phoenix, Arizona, who is also heavily involved in this huge event happening there today. On the line in Phoenix is Candace Hamana. She is the owner of Badger PR and the founder of Indigenous Peoples Public Relations Association. She is Hopi. Candace, happy Indigenous Peoples Day to you.
9: In Hopi, that means good morning, and my my name is roadrunner girl in Hopi. That's uh, a name that my Hopi godmother gave me and I think it's very appropriate for what's going on today uh, because I am running around uh, from station to station just working on getting the Indigenous People's Day Phoenix Fest off the ground.
0: Well, all right, Roadrunner girl, we sure do appreciate all of your efforts. (laughs) And I know you and Jer, you are, you're working together on this huge event, and there's more than just a concert. So, so tell us more about Indigenous Peoples Day Phoenix Fest. What are some of the other events planned?
9: Oh my goodness. We have 10 experiences. We've got three stages. Um, two of them are free and open to the public as Jer mentioned. One is called the Res Fest main stage. That has all local artists and people that um, we want to amplify with their music, and there's different genres. And then we have the uncontained cultural stage, which is going to feature poet. um, Ballet Arizona is providing some hoop dancers, um, some young Native youth who have taken to hoop dancing through Ballet Arizona, an organization here that is one of our many collaborators um, that we've been working with since April to put this event on. Um, As Jir mentioned, we also have a skateboarding competition that's being hosted by Seven Layer Army, which is an indigenous owned skateboard company out of Gila River Indian community. We have partnered with uh, the Indie Film Fest here in Phoenix and they are gonna be showing award-winning filmmaking uh filmmakers projects um shandine tome deidra peaches um, all of these amazing brit hensel all of these amazing indigenous filmmakers who have won awards at sundance and or south by southwest so we've got indigenous film screening we have art activations we have a mural fashion show film food and about 100 vendors, um, all indigenous artisans, craftsmen, craftswomen out here selling and just showing their indigenous pride. So we're really, really excited.
0: Candice, this sounds like an absolutely huge event. So now are all these happenings, all these different events, are these all occurring in, in a centralized location there in Phoenix?
9: Yes, yeah, so we're gonna we've shut down First Street and Garfield, which is right next to the city center of uh, the Roosevelt Row Arts District. Um, and so we've got barricades going up right now. Um, but yeah, it's all gonna be within a couple blocks. It's two city blocks that we've shut down, and then um, the the um, Cahokia, the social tech and art space, that is the first. Indigenous, women-owned, women-run gallery in downtown Phoenix, and that's what I am a member of, and there's about 40 of us members and about 30 or 40 ambassadors of that space, and it is through all of our collective gifts, talents, and connections that we've been able to reach out to the greater community and bring people into this project including um, organizations like GEER, GEER's company, Native Guitars Tour from New Mexico. We also have New Mexico Community Capital that have been providing workshops for our entrepreneurs. We have Native Women Lead from New Mexico. And then Tom will be happy to know, who just called in a few moments ago, that we have Indian Collective who is one of our major um, sponsors for the event, but they're out here activating space and amplifying the Indigenous voice, so we're really excited.
0: So lots of partnering organizations, organizations that are well-known throughout Native America, and it sounds like there's an economic development component to this with some of these or in collective and uh, Native community capital, so sounds really exciting. And, and Candice, let me ask you here, um, Indigenous Peoples Day, what does the holiday mean to you?
9: For me personally, it it means continuing on my healing journey, um, understanding what you know my ancestors, our ancestor, our ancestors, and our elders have gone through, um, and just remembering the stories and um, from them, and kind of learning those lessons uh, along the way, and just remembering who I am as an indigenous woman, as a Hopi um, and what I represent uh, to the greater community, but more importantly, what I can give back um, is really about a day of service. And so uh, we're just really excited that we're able to put something on like this. It's never been done before to this degree in downtown Phoenix, and um, it's just going to be a beautiful day. And i And I've never been more proud of anything before.
0: Candice, I want to congratulate you and Jure for all of your hard work, as well as everybody else, all the other organizations, all the other partners, all the other volunteers that are making what sounds like an absolutely amazing event, a reality there in Phoenix, Arizona today. Folks, we do have to take another break, but give us a call. If you have anything going on for Indigenous Peoples Day, if it's a community event, or even just something you're doing there at home with your family, give us a call. We want to hear about it. 1-800-996-2848. We've got another guest and more conversation on the other side of this break. Did you know
4: more than 51,000 Native and Indigenous people are living with epilepsy in the United States? Epilepsy is a neurological disorder that causes recurring, sudden, unprovoked surges of abnormal electrical activity in the brain. Call 1-800-332-1000 to get information and resources. Help someone you know by learning Seizure First Aid at epilepsy.com slash firstaid. The Epilepsy Foundation supports this show.
0: Well, folks, there's still time to join today's conversation. It is Indigenous Peoples Day. Give us a call, 1-800-996-2848. You can also post on our Facebook and Twitter pages That Twitter handle, one eight zero zero nine nine 99 native So what are you waiting for? Give us a shout out. We want to hear from everybody today, anything you have going on related to Indigenous Peoples Day. Well, dear, let's talk a little bit more about uh, the concert tonight while we're waiting to get Ray lined up here as a guest. And you're actually going to be on stage. You are going to be performing tonight as well, right?
6: Um, actually, I, I did step back on performing today because I'll be producing all uh, uh, the two stages that are going on. So I'll be doing all the production for the Red stage that Candace had mentioned and also for the VIP stage. So I'll, I'll probably be on, maybe do some introduction, band introduction, stuff like that, and um, a couple of things like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm in the producer's seat today.
0: Okay. Doing the sound, sound checks and all that stuff, running the equipment and the board, sounds like?
6: Uh, just the overall production. It's a, We have two huge stages going on. So a lot of you know, getting the artists to where they need to be, making sure uh, people are on stage on time and... Um, just that things are flowing that all our, our, our staff and everybody 's taken care of, and you know a lot a lot goes into the production of of these events that we do, and um, also a lot of mentoring you know native guitarists where although everybody sees the show, we try to do mentoring with artists, you know just development um, whether it 's you know showing them what they need to do on stages once they get to like a festival type stage to maybe like how to, to do the, you know, develop an LLC or something, so they can better, you know, be uh, to make their um, hobby a business, you know. So this, just mm-hmm. a whole aspect, you know. We're doing that all behind the scenes as well.
0: Well, right on, Jer. I mean, it just sounds like such a, a wonderful event and just so multifaceted. It just sounds like there's something there for everybody going on in Phoenix, Arizona today. Uh, again, we're uh, our, our next guest on the show, Ray Bacasegua. He's in Reno, Nevada. Ray, are you on the line? I'm on the line. Can you hear me, Saul? So? Yeah, yeah, Ray. We can hear you great. Thanks thanks for joining us. And, and Ray, th- I'm really glad you're able to join us today because... Unfortunately, uh, this joy and excitement that we're all celebrating today, Indigenous Peoples' Day, it's not shared by everyone. And, and six years no. ago, violence erupted at a protest in, in Reno, Nevada. Can you tell us what happened?
10: Tochami, who we Yomiya relatives and my language, and just thank you, all for having me on. And blessings to Tochami, blessings to the people all throughout Indian country all throughout Turtle Island, and that we take time out and honor our relatives. And, you know, in some way, indigenous people's uh, day is every day, but um, with the acknowledgement of Columbus on this day, I think it's important for us as Indian people to to get the opportunity to have it removed and honor the First Nation people. And in 2016, we we were uh, praying on that day and had a violent attack here in Reno, Nevada. It was an unfortunate situation. um, And our chapter in Northern Nevada um, had sponsored that event. And we, we, we processed it. We moved through it prayerfully, peacefully. And in 2019, we were able to bring a proclamation to the city council and have them abolish Columbus Day. It needed to be. Um, that act traumatized the city, it traumatized uh, our community, it traumatized our, um, our Indian people all in the reservations, quite a few here in, in Reno, the Shoshone, Paiute, and Washishu, the Washoe people. And so we, we moved through it, though, Saul, and we're honored today to celebrate, excited to celebrate, you know, this day, the accomplishment, the recognition not just here in Reno, but all throughout Turtle Island and all the cities that have made that shift. Mm-hmm. Maybe at some point, we'll just see them completely remove it as a state, as a national holiday. But uh, for now, we're, we're, we have a good feeling. So today it's unique for us as a, a chapter to, you know, we're always in the distance trying to help our, our communities but today we celebrate and say thank you, Chokyo, Tessia. We thank the uh, the city of Reno, you know, for making that shift and all our advocates that helped us, you know, Native and non-Native, our allies that have helped support that. And so we've seen that all throughout, you know, the country, the
0: shift. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's been huge. And just, just the calls we're getting today and, and the events that we're talking about. Ray, um, so this this tragic occurrence, this violence, um, people were protesting, and there was a group of people, and there were some individuals in a truck, and, and a hit and run transpired. Can, can you give us a little bit more detail in terms of what crime occurred?
10: Well, and let me just say that in terms of we, and uh, our chapters all throughout Turtle Island, we have 16 chapters through Executive Grand Council, through the Um, the GGC, let me say, and I'm one of a few that that helped develop the national chapters, but I mean, that day we were praying. We don't really protest. We were praying. I'd like to use that word. We were circling to honor our relatives, past, present, and for the future. And we understand that, you know, others have been taught the hate. And so I think this young man, you know, was guided from the past, from Mm -hmm. who knows, his relatives. And um, he chose to um, retaliate in that way, you know, to to plow through us. And it was difficult. You know, there was about 80 of us, children, my own children, elders. And, um, you know, the sad part was we thought we'd move forward. It's been, what, 500 years. Have we moved forward? Where have we gone? And have we progressed with the racism in our country? And, and that was the saddest part that we, that there's still a lot of work to do. So I think that, you know, why he did that, his motivation, um, I think has been passed on to him because he's too young to really have those feelings. Like, where did that come from? Mm -hmm. And so we chose to, we chose to take a peaceful approach with it and, and heal each other and and then use that as a tool to to uh make a shift here with uh columbus day now indigenous people's day so
0: okay and he Ray, eventually it
10: like... pled he did plead guilty excuse me saul and and put guilty to the charge and was given okay. a pretty soft soft sentence
0: okay well i'm glad that it, you know it just that definitely sounds like like healing there amongst the native community has, has definitely occurred and you folks that have moved on from this event and, or this issue that occurred. So uh, Ray, we're going to talk more about um, your perspective on Indigenous Peoples Day. But before we do that, we have a caller listening in Gallup, New Mexico on KGLP, Strider. Strider, hello. Uh, hello, uh, yeah, good morning. This is uh, Strider in uh, Gallup, and I would like to
3: uh, make a, uh, an event announcement for today, Indigenous Peoples Day, uh, there will be a uh, gathering of people
0: uh, in front of the... Oh, I think we lost Strider there. It sounds like some kind of an event there in Gallup. Strider, are you there? Okay. Sorry about that, Strider. Uh, hopefully we can get you back on the line. We have another caller ready, uh, listening in Santa Fe, New Mexico on KUNM. James. James, are you there? I am, yes. How are you? Hi, James. Thanks for calling in. What's going on in Santa Fe? Oh,
3: not much, you know, Santa Fe is an artist town. I just would like to um uh further uh introduce myself in our in our native language, Nisto Nochtoro Amskabi Pikani. Um yeah, I'm a local artist here in Santa Fe and uh just wanna say every day is Indigenous Day, regardless of what they try to um you know, make us acknowledge and um as far as being a native artist, um, this is what the Creator gave us, and so this is how we live our life.
0: James, did I hear you say Pekani? or Anya? Yep, yeah, Pekani. Okay. So for some of our some of the folks that might not be as familiar with indigenous languages, um, we're talking Blackfeet. Anya, yes, right, Blackfeet okay. Nation. Okay. Well, James, what kind of an artist are you?
3: Um, I, I play music, I, I do silver, I paint, I carve, I do many things, um, as the Creator gave me the ability to do. And, and if, I have, if I have the moment, I'd like to plug one of my uh, songs. is out on the Internet. It's called Hole in the Day by James
0: Fox. Okay, James. Thank you again for calling in. Um, happy Indigenous Peoples Day to you. We've got Strider back on the line. Strider, you're in Gallup, New Mexico, listening on KGLP. Hello. Uh, yes, I'm here. Uh,
3: yes, uh, for an event today that begins at uh, noon until 5 p.m., uh, there will be an Indigenous People's Day uh, gathering in front of the Gallup Cultural Center at 201 East Highway 66 here in Gallup from noon to 5 p.m. Personal safety encouraged. Bring your drums, signs,
0: banners and prayers thank you for taking my call strider thank you for sharing all that information there in gallup new mexico ray uh you know just so much going on here people calling yeah. in from all over Amazing. the country um what does indigenous peoples Day sean? mean to you
10: yeah and it's sean correct
0: yeah sean
10: yeah sean thank you and tokyo tessie again thank you for having me and to hear these our languages, you know, the different languages, my, my Yaki Yome, and uh, is a beautiful thing. And Indigenous Peoples Day, uh, 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 and what it re- represents to us, me personally, uh, and also for the American Indian movement, you know, in the 52 years of resistance that we've had. And if I may just say, uh, Sean, right now, we're, our chapters are walking from. Uh, Minneapolis to Washington DC and we've been walking since uh, last month thousand miles to reach DC and ask the government to let Leonard Peltier free and that's a huge commitment that many have made and chapters throughout the country have been helping fulfill that uh, prayer they're right now in Ohio moving into um, coming into Pennsylvania and so that ties in with you know who and where we are today I feel with Indigenous Peoples Day, we we here will circle at um, 5 5 p.m. tonight at Wingfield Park. Put the prayer down. It's by a river. We'll take our prayers, our tobacco, and offer it to the arm, the water, and then pray for all our healing all throughout Turtle Island. You know mm-hmm. our our the walk. Um, you've heard you know others come on and asking for that same personal healing, community healing. And then our relationships with the system and how we can work to move forward and uh, be acknowledged and be not treated as less than human. And, and I really feel that, you know, if you look at the history of Columbus, he treated people as less than human.
8: Mm-hmm.
10: So how, you know, how can we honor that day? How can, how can we as a, as a country honor that man? It's hard. It's very hard to process.
0: It is, Ray. And I, and I want to ask you because last year, President Biden, he issued this proclamation commemorating the holiday. But there's still there are a lot of states. The majority of states still don't acknowledge um, Indigenous Peoples Day as a mm-hmm, holiday, like mm-hmm. the places that we're talking about today. A lot of cities. So um, what's your thought on that in terms of just making this a national holiday?
7: Oh, we
10: a I. And it should be. Like I said, take time out. I had to honor i I'm an artist myself, but a school teacher at a high school this morning, I did an opening prayer, and I invited all the students to study the history of Columbus, look at what we're really honoring, and then I think if we did that really consciously and compassionately, we would stop even having his name mentioned. I mean, it's just unbelievable, so I think Biden, you know, is trying to appease the past, you know, history because it's been there for so many decades. But really look at it and just say, abolish it, move forward. Don't put us to the side of it. Don't put us on another day. Just remove Columbus Day. Let us move forward. Give us Indian people that peace and so we can feel that we matter, you know, that our voice matters. And so I, I, I understand Biden's position as a politician, but as a human being, he needs to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. which would include letting Leonard Pelt's hair free.
7: <laughs> it's <laughs> okay. like, come on. Right.
10: You know the history of Leonard and all the atrocities. You you got a call in from Keith from, from South Dakota, and that's right there, you know, by Jumpin' bull where that incident happened.
0: Well, Ray, I'll tell you, before the show, my executive producer, Art Hughes, he said to me – uh don't don't use the the name of the, the Italian explorer or or the lost Italian explorer, however you want to describe it. it said, Don't say that name on the air. Don't don't use the C word, right? And I said, I promise <laughs> I won't. I won't use C word. But boy, um, you and all of our guests have sure sure <laughs> you said that name many times. Well, and- we kind
10: of blasted that. <laughs> Let me say this, Sean. You know, okay. we have some of our members we have members that are Sicilian. And and we're advocates to help us remove Columbus Day here in, in Reno. So I mean, I, I kid around, I go, I love Italian food, I love spaghetti, let's do this. But that's not what this is about. This is about, you know, this person. It's not, a, it's not stereotyping a race, it's this person, what he did, what he represented and who followed him. And okay. so I think the time is now and you can see we're moving forward and you could hear that the other groups throughout uh, Turtle Island, these groups, these native groups are bringing in others too. You know,
0: we're being inclusive. All right. We're going to have to wrap up the show. I'm sorry. I do want to mention we had one more caller that talks about or mentioned a walk honoring boarding school survivors in Rapid City, South Dakota, and then also an event in Albuquerque, New Mexico. So, folks, uh, thank you. All of our guests, all of our callers, everybody. Hope you all have a wonderful Indigenous Peoples Day. And join us here at Native America Calling again tomorrow as we check in with tribes that are in line waiting for federal recognition. Until then, I'm your host, Sean Spruce. Thank you for listening.
4: Support for the menu comes from Spirit Mountain Roasting Company, a small batch specialty coffee roaster located on the Fort Yuma Quotsan Reservation. Information and online ordering at spiritmountainroasting.com slash news. Support by Ramona Farms, offering wholesome and delicious foods from our heirloom crops as our contribution to a better diet for the benefit of all people. We are honored to share our centuries-old farming and culinary traditions online at RamonaFarms.com.
9: If you or someone you know is feeling sad, hopeless, or experiencing a mental health or substance use crisis, call, text, or chat 988. 988 is a new three-digit dialing code for 24-7 emotional, mental, or substance misuse support. 988 connects you to free, confidential support. You are not alone in a crisis. Just call, text, or chat. 988. For more information, visit 988.nm.org.